You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, me and Pat are going to discuss Zach and DeMar DeRozan's cold shooting night and a loss to the Milwaukee Bucks. Nikola Vucevic stepping up again. He's still the most consistent bull. And is it time for the front office to face the music and realize it ain't working? We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. Pat almost lost the beanie there. Today's I didn't like that. That made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers can get a $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. All right, Pat. Um, not talking about a dub tonight. We're talking about an L, uh, an L, a frustrating L to the Milwaukee Bucks in which the Bulls, again, got out to another deficit early, did battle back, kept battling them back, and it was like the Milwaukee Bucks kept saying, hey, sit down, little fella, and kept hitting them with them, them stomach jabs, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in this game, Zach and DeMar DeRozan, um, in this game, go a combined, let me make sure I got my math correct on this one, they go a combined eight of 33 from the field. Now, keep in mind, Zach Levine did finish the game with 20 points, eight rebounds, five assists, one steal, one block. That sounds like a really good stat line, but he scored 12 points in the fourth quarter of that game, padding those stats a little bit. He, he had two quarters, the, the first and the third quarter. He didn't score a lick. Two, I mean, well, he did score. It was on free throws, but he didn't hit a field goal. Bad night from Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan shooting. How you feeling, Pat? I mean, listen, uh, it's, too, it's too many bad nights from DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine right now. Um, I get it. It's early in the season. I'm I'm not saying that, right, it can't just be a slow start, and by the end of the year, we're talking about a completely different team, but I don't think you're going to get to the end of the year. I mean, listen, like we've heard Brian Windhorst talk about uh, uh, how teams are monitoring a blow-up situation. I think the thing that stood out most to me, me and P-Kid were talking about this. I love that they're literally having an AA meeting in the comments, by the way. I see that, like, bro. Like, that, is, all, man. that is the perfect way. Uh, hi, Quentin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, this is this is my first meeting as well. It's not. I've been having these meetings for <laughs> years. They don't help. Uh, no, I, the, the, the thing that stands out to me most is – it looked like a lack of heart yet again. It looked like a lack of effort. It looked like Zach Levine kind of just was throwing the basketball, just trying to keep the offense. All right, yeah, you'd get it. You get it now. I mean, at most, you only saw him take, I guess, in the fourth quarter, that was his most. He took yeah, eight shots. Fourth. Yeah. I thought a sneeze was about to happen, and it went away. Uh, outside of that, you saw him take four shots in the third, uh, four shots in the second. It finally came. It was it was in there. I knew it was in there. And three you, shots you in pump, the first. You pump faking on sneezes now? Like, pump faking on sneezes, bro. bro. You gotta, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just, I, I, I just, I really thought that Zach Levine, on a night where DeMar DeRozan clearly didn't have it, just didn't get involved in the offense in the slightest. And to me, 
when I when I saw this game, I literally was like, if one person does anything, anything, this team can take this game from the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks had a struggle the entire time, right? Like there were moments where it was like, yeah, Giannis is too tough to stop and he's just too good of a basketball player. But this did not feel like a game that the Bulls shouldn't have been able to compete in more than they did. And it just, listen, it, it doesn't stop at Zach and DeMar. And I think here's where the conversation continues in, in total, right? Listen. Patrick Williams had an okay day today, but for the most part, right? Like he's still not showing up. Kobe White gave you something, 16 points. Almost like what Kobe gives you if we see it a lot more in that second half. And then you just outside of that, right? Like you, you you're not seeing the utilization of a lot of these pieces that you brought over. I just I this Bulls team at this point is just it's it sucks. It it sucks. It sucks to see that it's almost like they're done playing for Billy, and so they're just done playing. Like, that's how it feels to me. Yeah, I mean, somebody said that over in the live stream over in Central as well, and, like, it's like the team gave up on Billy. You know, some people say, like, well, it's like Zach Levine's playing to get out of here. And, you know, I understand that mindset, too. Like, at the end of the day, I think it's this. This team, whether the players will outright say it or not, it's very rare that while a coach is still on the team, you'll have players say, hey, listen, it wasn't working here. Yeah, We won't find out how this team really feels about Billy Donovan until he's long gone. And... But it it seems like it's something, bro. Whether it's they don't like each other, whether it's they don't want to play for Billy Donovan, whether it's that they all feel like they're wasting some valuable years of their career. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but when it all comes down to it, this whole situation and scenario for the Chicago Bulls, it ain't working. And I'm not blaming that or using that to excuse the night that DeMar and Zach had because guess what? Regardless, you guys are getting paid a collective $65 million. Yeah. We should be like you. How you you getting paid sixty five million dollars and you couldn't shoot sixty five percent from the field combined? That's adding your adding your percentages together. Not even average adding the shots overall and then using that to get the percentage. It's bad, bro. Yeah, it, it, it's it, it's there. I said this earlier, and I think that it's just another game that confirms it. Right, they're done. They're done with this experiment, and they're ready to move on to whatever the next thing is going to be. Looks, I said it in the last episode, and we're going to keep saying it. This team is a relationship that broke up, but they still got eight months left on the lease. Yeah, and and, and they're just trying to make you get through. And it, it's literally a. I think that the worst part about all of this now is you're sitting there and you're wondering, okay, what does Julian Phillips do in these moments? What does I, I guess we have to say Dalen Terry by law because uh, he was drafted 18th overall last season. Um, you know those guys play a little bit. Uh, what does Kobe White do if he's the focal point of the offense and he's not worried about facilitating everybody else? I love the game Vooch had tonight. I think that Vooch realistically has gotten off to a start this season, and Vooch was the first one to call out everybody else. Like, he was the first yeah. one to call out Billy, call uh, the whole players meeting and everything. Like It all starts because of Vooch. He's the one that's had the issue with Billy Donovan the entire time, and he's the one that had the, the, the wherewithal to get up off of his butt and come out here and give you a heck of a performance tonight. And outside of that, I mean, like, you're just sitting there. You're left wondering the minutes that DeMar and Zach are eating up. What is that going to do? for the guys who could be playing those minutes. How is that hindering them at this point? I get it. DeMar spends time with P. Will and Dalen in the offseason, but Dalen's in the G League, and P. Will can't put up 10 points consistently. Like, here's, it here's ain't what working. I got to say. For everybody who talks about, 
We can't let Jamar go because he's mentoring these young guys. And no. He's doing all this. And this is, have y'all ever thought that maybe, just maybe, Demar taking them under his wing, taking them out, do whatever the thing outside the basketball court is all fine and dandy. But guess what? If that relationship is real, what all that rah rah and talking about Demar mentor and everything, I ain't seen not a lick of the results on that on the court from none of these players. None of them. Listen, I tell you this. I I'll say this. I would assume it looks a lot better starting off this season. He didn't go with Demar this off season. Yeah, him and Norco, him or Kobe didn't spend Demar time with Demar this summer. The two players not, that look the best didn't spend any time with Demar this summer. Listen, listen, I'm not slandering Demar. I do think he's working with these guys. At a certain point, you got to take on your game. But I also don't sit there and just, I, I don't hold everything on Demar Derozan. Took these guys under his wing, and that's why, right? He's teaching them to be veterans. I love that part. I'm, I wish more people did that yeah. in the NBA. Maybe some of these mugs wouldn't go broke as quickly as they do. But just, but listen, Kobe. Mentor Demar, and they never played on the same team. They got they got Demar's number now. It's cool. Yeah. He yeah. can go somewhere else. Yeah, that, no, one hundred percent. Like it, it's just they they got to find a way to to to. You have to make a decision at this point. We're now what ten games into the season, and your team looks. I I guess right. Do you make a decision to blow it up this early in the season? Right, but like. You're 10 games into the season and your team looks like it took a step backwards and you made additions that made sense for it to take a step forward. And I can't be mad at the additions you made. Javon Carter in limited minutes, right? He's two for five, two for four, really didn't get much tick in that second half at all. But Torrey Craig, Torrey Craig came to play. Eight points, Those 12 rebounds, play. solid defense. Yeah, I mean, I get everybody's like, well, he hasn't been. Well, Torrey Craig's the fourth option. And the same things we said about P. Will, we can say about Torrey Craig, and Torrey Craig's giving me 8-12. and 12. I'm over it, bro. That's that's what it, what it comes down to when it all boils down. I'm over this team. This team seems, seems to be over each other and the yeah. coach. I don't know what to be what could be said. Listen, Billy Donovan's extension still isn't kicked in, so even if these players are over Billy Donovan, it's a high probability he ain't going nowhere anytime soon. And that you still have to look at this front office and say, why the heck did you extend this guy two years before you needed to? I just think even the weird part about all of that is, right, like maybe Billy's the coach that gets it done with the next team and, and he can develop some young people. I don't know. Maybe maybe that is the case there, right? But, like, again, you have to pick a direction. You have to make a decision. For me, when I looked at Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan tonight, it didn't look like, oh, they're just off. It looked like they were taking practice shots. Like, I'm just going through it. Let me pull this shot. I got to pull this shot at this point. Like, it didn't look like I need to do this to, for my team to come out there. It just looked they, like they were. The Chicago Bulls don't care about winning basketball games. Yeah. That's what I feel on that one. But uh, we'll, we'll continue talking. We'll talk about the big night from Nikola Vucevic, how he stood out tonight. But before we get into that, I got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is Ibotta. Big holidays uh, mean big family get-togethers, but you don't have to spend all that money on the big Thanksgiving spread without getting something in return. With Ibotta, you get your turkey and all of your favorite sides for free. Starting November 1st, for the fourth year in a row, Ibotta is giving 100% cash back 
on your Thanksgiving feast. Just add the offers in the app to redeem for everything you need to make your Thanksgiving feast complete. All you have to do is shop at your favorite retailers and upload your receipt. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods so you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, you get real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. You can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers, too, when you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora's, Best Buy, and more. Download the Ibotta app and use code LOCK to get 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving dinner starting November 1st. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use code LOCK. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use the code LOCKED. That's not a bad deal. No cap. <laughs> listen. Hey, hey. Listen. Y'all need to bad download deal, Ibotta. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal there. Um, But with that said, man, uh, you know who did get fed tonight? That's the big man. They did feed the big man tonight. He performed pretty well in that today. Uh, and that's – look, people keep going to the Vooch slander, and I understand that he's a very flawed player. Do not get me wrong. But I don't understand the people that still, to this point, still try to blame everything on Vooch. Vooch tonight, 26 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 1 block. He did have 5 fouls, but that is what it is. They're 11 of 24 from the field. It's almost like Giannis was driving at the bucket. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I I swear they caught a foul when Vooch breathed too hard on Giannis one time. Oh, yeah, listen, anytime. I like the the one where, first off, Vooch saved Kobe tonight. We need to acknowledge that because why was Kobe White coming over to to try and help on that alley-oop? He was about to die on that. But, uh, (laughs) I mean, listen, in your last three games, and, and granted, in one of those games, that Phoenix game, right, Vooch was a negative 16. Defensively, they were all horrible in that game, but he gave you 26 and 6 in that one. He's giving you 21 and 10 and 12 in the last game versus Detroit. And tonight he gives you 26 and 12. I can't be mad at the production I'm getting out of Vooch right now. And uh, <coughs> I think that uh, you have to find a way to. I, I, it almost felt like tonight they've kind of found a way to make that the focal point of this offense, right? Like, we're going to feed Vooch. We're going to go through Vooch. We're going to move the ball through Vooch. I saw Vooch get the ball more tonight than I've probably seen him get the ball at any point this season. I mean, 25 shots for Nikola Vucevic tonight. When is the last time we've seen Vooch take 25 shots? I don't it even know, It might be bro. the Bucks playoff series when they just kept leaving him open for the three. Like, so I just, I, I thought that Vooch was very much the focal point of this team tonight. I think that kind of... You know, Zach Levine still ended up putting up 19 shots. DeMar yet again coming up, uh, bringing up the rear with 14 shots in this Whoa. game. Bringing up the rear. That's crazy. He's bringing up the rear crazy. Yeah, this is crazy. Is Everything's it? crazy right now with you. Everything's bro. crazy. It's crazy times out here, dog. Yeah. I'll, I'll accept that. I don't know. Yeah. I thought bringing up the rear was a regular term here. I, I, I mean, I listen, it's not a regular it's not a regular term, bro. You, you, you literally, that's the first time you've ever said that on the podcast. So there you go. I mean, I, I thought that was regular conversation. Yeah, I mean, he's bringing it. Don't worry about it. Don't but worry about uh, it. yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, crazy. <laughs> but no, I just, I just, I love the game that Vooch played tonight, and I thought that he was a big asset for the Chicago Bulls, and and has been for most of this season. Yeah, I mean, listen, Vooch, and that that goes back to like this has been going on for a while now. Vooch has definitely been the most consistent bull, um, and I love the game that Vooch plays. And keep in mind, we still don't even utilize him. Right? Vooch has found a way to really meld what he had in Orlando and doing that as a third option, and that is what it is. The first season with Vooch, he deserved a lot of 
critique to his game, but he really rebounded and came into that since last season and has found a way to really be an impactful player for the Chicago Bulls. That just is what it is. Yeah, and I mean, listen, I'm, I'm, uh, again, he's one of those guys that, like, you wonder, okay, what can this team do if you focus on him as your number one option? And maybe, like, out of the three guys, right, Vooch has been the most recent number one option, and, you know, like, his team did well. His team got to a playoff series. Now, they got cooked by Joel Embiid. There was nobody else on his team when they mm. got to that playoffs. But I think that Vooch is just, when you play to his strengths, and I think that's, if anything, that's the number one thing we've seen this season. When you play to Vooch's strengths, he's a really, really good player. They got Vooch a lot of open looks down low today. Uh, I mean, listen, they're still adding that three-point shot in there. Two for seven. Um, I don't need to see the forced three-point shot, but again, the Bucks are going to leave him open for that. But I thought that a ton of shots, right, where he's diving, he's getting to the bucket, he's attacking the rim. Those are the things that Vooch does best. Those are the things he's been begging Billy Donovan to let him do for the last couple of years. And so I I, I love the fact that he actually got, got an opportunity to show it uh, here. I mean, I guess here's the question now, right? If we continue down this path, are we heading toward a team where we might be getting our answer on Vooch as the number one option on this team because of the contract uh, uh, situation right now? Is Vooch going to be the number one option? I mean, I think that Zach and DeMar would be the most likely pieces they end up getting moved, right? Listen, I, I don't, I don't think... I don't think there ends up a world in which both Zach and DeMar both are gone and leaves Vooch as the number one option. Mm. I just don't see that from this front office. That'll be too much like a front office that actually has picked the clear direction. I haven't, again, much like I said in my video about P. Will today, they got to show me. And at, until right now, I believe that this front office is still going to have their foot, one foot in <coughs> the young players and one foot in, we're still trying to do some form of winning now until they show me something until they show me something different. well i think that's the thing though right like you can see a scenario where okay we need to pick our young players that doesn't mean we don't want any of our veterans right i think they really 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 don't want to move alice caruso like if anything 110 percent if ac goes it's gonna be for one of them packages like we talked about uh, oh, if AC goes, like we said, that that's the deal where they are literally saying, I'll bet we're just going to be young and bad for the yeah. next five years. So I think that the veteran pieces that stick around would be a Javon Carter, Torrey Craig, Nikola Vucevic, Alex Caruso, your gritty guys that you have with one guy that can go out there. And outside of that, I mean, you get in as many young pieces as you can and, and, uh, you you focus on the development of Kobe White, and I guess for the rest of this season, right, see if P. Will does more when he's the only other guy on the court that can shoot the basketball. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, like, now, again, maybe that's me asking a front office to do something that seems a little bit too much like right, but Vooch as a number one uh, option on this team is you can do a lot worse in the NBA. And when you go to him, listen, they went to him 25 times tonight. When you go to him 25 times, he's generally going to have a pretty good game. This is a, this is an Orlando Vooch game. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, you, he, he can definitely put up numbers, right? But it's like, here's what I'll say. I don't think he needs to be the number one scoring option. I do think he can be the number one option as far as you play through him, but he yeah. doesn't need to have 25 shots every single night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, listen, you would hope that somebody else would step up and you can give them some of the shots, but 
We haven't seen Listen, a lot of Listen, you can't give that. people shots on this team. What do you mean? They don't they don't want them. They don't want them. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to lie. It irritates my soul every single time when they pass Javon Carter an open shot and he don't take it. Because I just be like, you was the one that said we <laughs> be irritating my whole soul with that one. But hey, man, I don't know. It uh, it uh, it's not good right now in Chicago, as you can tell from uh, me and Hayes. But uh, we're here to give you guys that entertainment and hopefully win you guys a little bit of money before we get into this final conversation uh, about the front office facing. The music. I don't know. Uh, it's got to be a Taylor Swift album at this point. Uh, <laughs> score early and often this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team's win- team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. Here's the thing about FanDuel, right? They've always got great player props, great money lines, all those different things, right, that you really can look into on there. And I'm going to tell you this right now. The one thing that I've always found to be very, very interesting with with FanDuel has been the parlays Uh, because they've got some interesting ones that they really put together on the site. Let's see what promotions they have right now. I mean, like, uh, you can bet $5, get 150 back in bonus bets. That's, of course, the one that we're talking about. I was trying to pull something up here. Usually got like an NBA promotion. Uh, let's see. We got Cat- Cleveland Cavaliers plus nine and a half on the spread. Sacramento Kings. Uh, I'd probably take the Kings in that. It is what it is. Y'all can tell. We don't know that much about gambling. But, hey, uh, app's easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com forward slash locked on to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel. Official partner of the NFL. All right, Patrick. Why? What? Listen. When? When is the front office going to wake up and say, "Hey, man, we're tired of this"? Like, because we're tired of it. The Bulls, the people are tired of it. What is the front office going to be tired of? When Lonzo comes back and they finally figure out that it's not going to work, bro. That, like that unless, the plan that they unless, put together three years ago isn't going to work in twenty twenty five. Unless Lonzo Ball has been in the Baca tank this whole year with with vibranium flowing the through Baca his veins and his knees. Bro, like, it, it, Lonzo ain't coming back to fix nothing for you, bro. Lonzo Ball need to be in that, uh, he need to be in that Tevin Jenkins uh, uh, Goku uh, cryo tank. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what he need to be in at this point. I, no, I, I listen, the front office, here's the tough part about this, right? I don't want a front office that's too reactionary, especially when you're talking about trades. I would hope that they're on the phone already. Um, but we've only played 10 basketball games. It feels there's, like, bro, it literally 70, feels like we're, we're mid-season already. Bro, bro. There's 72 basketball games to go. We've played 10. We've played 10 basketball games. Think about that, y'all. We're literally talking about moving on from pieces. The trade deadline is still three months away. Strap in, Bulls fans. This is what we're going to get. And so you got to figure out what works on this team, what doesn't. Yeah, like, I, like we're not moving on from what these guys. What works on this team? What doesn't work? The team doesn't work. Like, hey, <laughs> all, all, all I'm saying is, right, like, 
You're not moving on from guys next week. <laughs> we haven't even gotten through. Okay, all right. Apple Watch is talking. We haven't even gotten through the the in season tournament yet. That's crazy. And nobody still knows how the in season tournament works. <laughs> we know how the tournament works, but <laughs> I mean, the tournament just kind of plays like it's 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 a weird tournament. It's like the Commissioner's Cup. It's like but not the commissioner's cup. And then like people should care because it's 500,000, but then like LeBron, I don't know. It's a weird tournament. But uh, at the end of the day, I mean, there's, when do we want them to face the music? I guess when the music starts playing. That's funny. They don't even have the iPod on right now. Right now. This is, this is AK waiting outside of Lonzo ball in the tank. Just hope that's pretty funny. Actually, That's that's pretty good. That's why we have. That's why we have not seen AK yeah. because he's just waiting, waiting in the waiting outside the tank. Like, please God, please save this. No, for sure. And then the other tank is uh, Marco Simonovic. Uh, he's still in there. He's been dunked on yet again, and so they had to bring him back over here. No, you no, you know what? You, no, you know what's in the other tank is they literally have the fragments of uh Der- of uh Derrick Rose's ACL in there. That's, that's too far. Yeah. No, 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 no. At this point, I don't care. I don't care. Look what y'all have done to Hayes. (laughs) I'm done, bro. Look what you've done to Hayes. I'm done. I'm done, bro. (laughs) Derrick Rose jokes, bro. Yes. They're hoping to be able to grow grow a new Derrick Rose from the fragments of the ACL that's in there. Bro, it's it's just so bad. Like, and again, we're 10 games in. Like, this could be a completely different team in, in 15 games, and maybe they're on a run, and we feel a lot better about it. But right now, you have seen too much of the same, and in areas you thought that were going to definitely improve, you've gotten worse. The front Bulls. office, like, I, I, I don't know. At a certain point, right, like, I, I expect the front office to do something, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to lie. Like, I look at the players, and I'm like, you just don't care. Like, I really do. Like, I look at the play, and maybe it's the front office they not caring care. and not moving on from Billy, but, like, there's too many people that I see that just don't care. Bro, the players don't care about playing for Billy. The front office don't care about the players not wanting to play for Billy. And Jerry Ryan's was sitting there watching all watching over all of it like, ha, did the check clear? Bet. Yep. Jerry Reinsdorf's diving into a, uh, a, a pile of cartoon money right now, like... Uh, like Scrooge McDuck out here. Yeah, you know I mean, like that's that's what he's got going. On. I don't know, bro. Like it's a, it's a, it's it's the worst start to a season that you could have imagined for the Bulls because you're not even mediocre anymore. And maybe that and listen, maybe that's the scenario that the Bulls are in, right? Like maybe the AK rides it out for a better draft pick. I said that before too. I was saying if this team is as bad as everybody's saying, and they're like, "Well, blow it up for a better pick," I'm like, "Heck, we may have a top five pick just by riding this out for you know what, what I it mean? is." Like, All right, we'll see what it ends up being. But uh, there's there's a long way to go in this season. Let's hope that I, I mean, for my sake, I I honestly hope, and I think this is the worst part. I like Zach. I like Demar. Yeah, I would love for him to for figure sure. it out. I would love for him to win games here, but it just seems like they're done with with trying to win games. You know what's a problem scenario is on that. This guy right here had a higher plus minus than the whole bull starting five put together. Yeah, it's kind of just because he was out there, though. This is true, but still, he just, I mean, listen, shouldn't be outplaying you, bro. That's that's like that's like the stat when Doug McDermott was on the Bulls, and it was like he's the highest plus minus player in the league, and it was like, well, yeah, he's been out there every time Jimmy's gone out for fifty, 
Yeah, I mean, it's, like I don't, I don't think it's I don't think it's Doug McDuck. He left that game 0 for six. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like listen, that man was so cold. They had them man out there in the Woody hoodie. But uh, hey, man, we appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love. Hit that like button. Woody okay. Oh boy, <laughs> the combination was crazy. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page, man. We appreciate you guys for showing love. As you can tell, we are uh, we're going hey, through bro, this bro, fans bro, right bro, now. Follow I'm me so on everything at Traffic Designer. We get 24 hours of no Chicago Bulls basketball, bro. I can't watch this team play again, man. So you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes, man. I want to thank you guys and remind you guys that Locked on Bulls is free and available on every podcasting app and platform of your choice as well as YouTube. Make sure you guys go and leave a five-star review. Help the podcast grow. Before Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked on Bulls. We out, y'all. Peace. Peace. <coughs> Oh, boy. I would take Dwight Howard on this team just so he could, like, chase his own players around and maybe get them to run a little harder. Oh, man. I'm in.